and it was dreamed again of the priest Nofrukah, and of the words he spake at his death, how the sun would rise to claim the title, and the sun would rule the world in the name of the father, and the sun would revenge the father's murder, and the sun would call the beast that is worshipped, and the sands would drink the blood of the seed of the pharaoh. And after this manner did Nofrukah prophesy. Abdul al-Hazrat, Kitab al-Azif Day of the Beast audio game Performed by the Gaming Grunts Okay, we're on session 9, Day of the Beast uh, Waiting for Remy, but in the meantime We can catch up uh, So recapping last session um, You started out uh, Pretty much just back in the hotel room Recovering from gunshot wounds and yeah. other things. Um, you had looked a little bit at the journal of Clarence Rogers. Uh, in the morning, after you got a phone call from Betty, her secretary, uh, I believe, uh, asking you to take a look at him, he had, or at least check in at his place, because he hadn't shown up for work. So you got uh, his apartment key and address. You went over there, um, found that he had been beaten pretty badly. Um, you were unable to really revive him, so you just called for an ambulance. Actually, while you were outside the building, you had a car nearly run into you, and actually it did hit Remy. But it uh, didn't do major damage, right? Right. It only did a, it only did a couple points. Um, so then uh, after that, you found at Herb's apartment, you found that there were bills to the Woods Estate Rest Home for the name of Polly, Polly Melvin, mm -hmm. who you determined was, uh, that was probably actually Paul Lamont. You went up there, were unable to get uh, unable to get uh, into in at first, but then you went and got some stationary author. You know, had Betty have you uh, get you authorized? Well, no. Well, <laughs> technically, she is able to do that to a certain extent. Um, so you got in, uh, went to the room of Paul, found that there were two people trying to do horrible, unspeakable things to him. Um, you shot and then knifed, no, sorry, you knifed and then karate chopped <laughs> one of them, killing him, and the other uh, uh, pretty much at that point just went screaming insane. So uh, you then, you, you were able to get the device off of Paul. Um, you managed to, the administrator managed to, was able to get you to agree to sort of hush up the incident. And, uh, Thank you for the new car. Well, yeah, money there. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you took pictures. So if you go back to Clarence Rogers' apartment and ask the land, you know, ask the people, was, you know, is this Clarence Rogers? They will tell you, yes, that is. Um, eventually, they will determine that the woman with him was named Edith Bryant, that she had gone um, kind of amnesiac. She had an attack. Um, very similar to what actually happened to Paul himself, where he kind of went strange and but was, you know, eventually was released and then started associating with this Clarence Rogers. Um, but this story apparently doesn't have quite the happy ending for Paul, that Paul had because uh, Edith is now pretty much you know, permanently insane. What was Edith's last name again? Bryant, B-R-Y-A-N-T.
Okay, so it has been uh, okay, and then so Mrs. Lamond uh, decided to take Paul out of the hospital and care for him back in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. um, she, uh, yeah. So then a couple. So it's been a couple weeks. You're recovered. You've got your new, you know, a new car or a, a new a new used car, a better car, or whatever. Right. Uh, so it's been a couple weeks. It's actually middle. It's a, you know middle of October, middle late October, and um, you get a letter from Mrs. Lamond. Uh, it's actually more of a package than a letter. It's got a letter. It also has a batch of homemade cookies, which you determine are excellent. Uh, and it has uh, a wire tape recording. And the letter explains that it's a tape a letter and a transcript uh, accompany, or uh, yeah, accompanies the recording. It says it's a recording of one of his dreams. Uh, why don't you, the two of you make uh, POW times three rolls? Okay. Uh, made it. Yes. Don't think I made it. Okay, POW times three? What's your POW? 13. Oh, three. Okay. All right, so Seamus, um, as, you, as you read through the, the, the transcript of the dream and listen to the recording, it's the same thing. Um, Seamus, you realize that you've had a nightmare or a dream similar to what it sounds like Paul experienced. So does someone want to read that? Transcript of Paul Lamont's dream 10, 14, 28. <clears throat> Fire. Must get out of the house. Sent by the slithering snake. Must run. No, the beast. It's coming. It's in the trees. Arg! London's burning, London's burning, fetch the engines, fetch the engines, fire, 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 pour on water, pour on water. That is a transcript of Paul's dream. Hmm. So, what do you want to do? What is she asking us? She's not. She's just saying that it was a, a it was a, an, a dream that seemed important, uh, and so she decided that uh, you know she would send this recording to you. Actually, he's been having his dreams recorded. Hmm. And this one seemed particularly, perhaps more intense than the others have been. And you realize, Seamus, that you've had a dream that's very similar to the apparent outline of events uh, about. Um, uh, about, you know, a fire uh, being chased uh, and so on and so forth. Hmm. I'm tempted to visit her burning building. Her? Yeah, just to see how it's doing. And maybe get a little bit more information or see if... What would Herb have to tell us? He's been in the hospital. No, but tell us more about Clarence Rogers. Do we what think do you this know is still related to Clarence Rogers? I don't know. Clarence Rogers is dead. Yeah. <laughs> See what his reaction is when he finds out Clarence is dead. Okay. I don't know. I don't I'm see any harm in it. I don't know that that's going to help us with this present yeah. task. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go. Um, Herb is still in the hospital. He got beat rather badly. His legs are broken. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you, you want to ask him about? Clarence Rogers? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Herb will say that he was he doesn't know Clarence Rogers per se. He was just someone who came uh, to the office when he was out, left his card, and he just threw it card away. 
out of curiosity, Herb, how come you owe so much money to the mob? We found that out. Look with your stuff. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, are you actually admitting to the break-in? No. No. But well, when we, we said, got to your apartment. We got to your apartment, and it was trashed, and we found some information. That oh, like well, he says, well, no, 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 it was a misunderstanding. And, um, not, nothing to do with, with, with uh, gambling or anything like that. <laughs> mm. Misunderstanding. Okay, so it was gambling. <laughs> we found the device in Clarence Rogers' place or Herb's place? Clarence's. Clarence. Clarence's, okay. And he's useless, and so is his accomplice. Yes. Darn. Although we still have the option at some point of attempting to activate it. Right. If we ever get stupid. Right. <laughs> um, hmm. I say we go talk to Paul. Yeah, we should talk Paul to is Paul in Buffalo. Yeah. No. While we're there, we might get more cookies. Uh, okay. You want to go? You want to go and visit Paul? Yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, what you do make, you think, Remy? You make okay. The, man, right? <laughs> uh, you make the drive up to uh, Buffalo to visit. Um, Mrs. Lamond is there and enthusiastic to see you. Um, she says, um, "Yeah." So Paul is still recovering. He's, re you know, uh, but he's recovering. home. Uh, yeah, he's home. You can talk to him. She serves you cookies. They're excellent. <laughs> Paul, how are you? Says I'm fine, and you? Pretty good. Well, thank yeah. you again for helping with that uh, misunderstanding at the hospital. Yep, appreciate and, uh, it. Absolutely. Many thanks for the, the lovely cookies, Mrs. <laughs> oh well, you know, Mom, that's really that's that's her specialty. What she's what she's very, she's very good at it. We uh, got your care package in the mail, and it mentioned something about one of your dreams. Yes, I've been recording. I've been having my yes, I've asked my mother to record my dreams, and that one seemed uh, particularly intense, and so uh, we transcribed it and sent it because we uh, thought that, uh, no problem, no problem, uh, because we thought that, or, you know, I thought and she thought that, we thought, that, uh, you know, you might find it of interest. I am still recovering. I can't really do anything about it, um, but, you know, if mm. uh, you would like, to, you know, if, if you'd like to look into it, I think that would be worth doing. My visions seem to be, you know, as you know, my visions seem to be pretty, uh, pretty uh, correct. Mm. Make a power times three roll, Remy. Seamus was mentioning that she had a similar dream. Right. Let's see if Remy had the same dream. What is that? Seventy-one or seventeen? Seventy-one. Okay. No. 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 No, no humans' power is that high. Okay. <laughs> so Seamus has been having this particular dream. This is a transcript of Paul's dream, and um, Remy, excuse me, Seamus has had a dream that's very similar to that. Mm -hmm. The way the dream, his Paul's dream seems to be unfolding. So you're at Paul's place now. Okay. You asked her. He didn't seem to have any info. So now you're okay. at Paul's. Okay. So Paul, I understand this is. This is a gift of yours that you've had for a long time, and you're kind of used to it, but um, not so much here. <laughs> okay. And it's kind of freaking me out. All right. So what? what is typically when you have one of these dreams? Yes. How do you deal with it? What do you do about it? If you think it's something that might happen, how do you go about preventing it or interacting with the world based on these dreams? Um, well, I mean... 
sometimes, well, first of all, I haven't had the, uh, the, the, this power for that long. It's only after I recovered from my bout of amnesia. Uh, but as you know, I've been able to contact the spirit world. Uh, and I've been able, so contacting the dead, and uh, I don't know, this dream, it could be a dream of something that happened. It could be a dream of something that will happen. Um, this one seemed, as I said, particularly intense. And I don't know whether it's prophetic or if I'm reliving something that happened a long time ago. Uh -huh. um, I am still recovering and I'm busy, my schedule. Um, so if, you know. So you haven't really had an opportunity to contact the spirit world and find out any more about what's going on with this particular dream. Well, if I want, I mean, I need to have something to contact. A if there was a person, I need to have something owned by that person. I don't, I haven't, I don't see people. I see this big shape, this beast that I can't, I can't get a clear picture of. Did you ever talk to Cecilia about this dream, out of curiosity? No, 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 the dream, no, I have not. Okay. We're, Are you still in touch with Cecilia? I'm afraid not really so much anymore. Mm. Hey. Wasn't there hey, a diary, hey, hey. right? The, um, the communicator thing. Yeah. Let's see if he gets any kind of vibes off the communicator thing. Okay, but did we bring it? <laughs> That's an interesting. Qu uh, well, well, you could uh, you could have brought it. Okay, let's problem. say we brought it. Um, are you going to show it to Paul? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he wonders where it came from. It doesn't look like anything he's ever seen before. We uh, found it at a Clarence, Ro Clarence Rogers place. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, if he'll if you let him, he'll you know kind of touch it and feel it. You know, this doesn't feel like anything I've ever touched before. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. Uh, I don't seem to get a particular sense that this could be important to a particular person. Okay. It just feels like a machine to me. What about the diary? <laughs> <laughs> the diary. Uh, uh, okay, the, his journal, you mean? Yeah. Mm, perhaps. Uh, you say this was Clarence's, so he's only just recently been killed, right? right. Mm. Sometimes it takes spirits a while to get to a place where I can contact them again. Maybe in the future. But okay. We found out that was Cl it was Clarence. Yes, mm -hmm. you were able to confirm that was Clarence Rogers. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Because yeah. you took a picture, you can take it to the landlord. Is this Clarence Rogers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Actually, they'll say he was in. The, it was like, well, his hair is a little different. His hair is, in fact, his hair is different. Yeah. It was a wig. Uh, but so the police will find that when they do the autopsy. <laughs> um, we uh, stopped by Fabian Woods' uh, office and asked him, do you have the that strange piece of equipment that seemed to be over Paul's head? Mm. Um, make a luck roll. Close? No. Uh, just, uh, yeah, sure, the others can make a luck roll. Uh, well, since I didn't actually hear anyone say they wanted to keep the machine after last session, um, they have disposed of it. They just stay. They, Dr. Woods will say we looked at it. We didn't. We didn't see any way uh, to repair it because it was. I mean, you told us you broke it. Um, it looked obviously pretty dangerous, um, so we simply you know, destroyed it. We incinerated it. Nexus search. <laughs> London fires. Uh, on the interweb, 
<laughs> okay. Make um. Make two library use rolls. I have Everybody. two library use. Yep. And yet I missed both of them. Missed both. Okay, so made one. I made both of them. Made both of them. Missed Very good. Both. Okay, so Remy, who is the brain, uh, clearly the brains of the group. <laughs> um, so the rhyme in Paul's dream, yeah, definitely take a check. The rhyme in dream is a, an actual nursery rhyme, children's nursery rhyme, about the Great Fire of London back, I think, in the 1600s. London Bridge is burning down. Uh, well, <laughs> similar, yeah, the Great Fire. I, yeah. The second thing you find is this particular news item in the papers. And why doesn't someone else read that one out? Or if you want to read it. British MP dies in fireball attack. Uh, date also, notice the date. October 14, 1928. Okay. London, Terence. Uh, London, Terence Dadler, a, a member of the British Parliament, was killed last night in a firebomb attack at his home in Kelsey, London, England. An anarchist group, the Tooting Sons of Terror, has <laughs> claimed responsibility to put for the fire, saying that it was a, it was striking a blow for freedom. <clears throat> An eyewitness said that the fire started simultaneously in several rooms of the MP's private residence. <clears throat> Although Mr. Dadler managed to escape the building, he later died of his inju injuries. Experts are in investigating how the tragic incident could have occurred. Terence Dowler, a conservative MP, had recently spoken out as an advocate of the Weapons to Stop War project. This project, sponsored by the British government, seeks to study new weapons that could end war, so the atroci atrocities of the Great War will be never be repeated. Terence Dowler was scheduled to speak at the upcoming Weapons to Stop War conference this November. Reginald Daw, MP, and author Brainstone MP, two other advocates of the project, plan to continue forward. Said, Bron said Brandstone, we will not be intim intimidated by these revolutionary thugs. Yes. Chelsea is a fairly affluent suburb in London. Uh, Tooting is a not so affluent suburb in London. Oh. <laughs> so, yes. So that's not a verb. Not, not like, yes, it's not a verb. It's a name. <laughs> That's what I was picturing. <laughs> that or, you know, they have gas. But either way. No. Humorous. Um, you can make another li I'll make another library just roll. Nope. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Um, you don't see, it. you look up Tooting Sons of Terror, and you're not able to find any references at all to it. Okay. So this is, so at least in. It's new. It's new, yeah. This is the first time anyone, as far as you can tell, has seen this name or phrase. Oh, we couldn't find it because we couldn't make the roll or because I could find the roll? No, you made the roll. Yeah, okay. You don't find anything. Okay. Okay, so here's the question. Are we all about to go to London? Sounds like it. And do we take Paul with us? That's a good question. Make idea I rolls. I should. Uh, yeah, by a lot. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Um, you all realize then that look at the well, actually so look at the date on the transcript. Mm -hmm. They're identical. Yes. And so presumably the dream was, was happening. Right. You know, aside from the fact that this would have been at night and no, no, no. And the that would have been at night, and they were on the opposite sides of the earth, so nights well, wouldn't have coincided. But perhaps it wasn't simultaneous, but yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Mm. 
Maybe he went to bed early. <laughs> actually, it's um, all, actually, it's only five hours, so theoretically, I mean, if it was like, you know, that's true. 11 p.m. here, it would have been, what, 4 a.m. over still there. Dark. Right. Okay. Let's see if we can convince Paul to come with us now that we realize the dates are the same. Um, well, okay. Uh, Paul pretty much says, you know, he's still recovering and he's busy. Okay. I know. <laughs> yeah. See, what, what, I, what I'm thinking is, whereas we have been able to just run up, up and down New York State yes. <laughs> to get different things and to ask him questions, yeah. that's not so much going to work. Mm-mm. Although we do have his phone number. Yeah. It's always Telegram. It's harder to put something in his hand and say, do you get a reading off of it? Well, that's where the... the Action is yes. so it sounds to me like we're going to London. But the thing is, mm-hmm. we don't have. <laughs> I take my car. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't. Maybe, maybe the point is that whatever his next dream is, we is going to be more local. Although interesting, he's dreaming globally like this. Oh, you are too. I am. I'm you had yes. Correct. You had a dream that was very similar. In fact, you kind of, you know, based on the story, you know, you were dreaming about a burning building and about and trees and fire and. Right. Uh, you get a phone call from uh, Robert Carrington. He was the guy, the very, very rich guy who's, who uh, was on the initial Tanner Hill trip, mm-hmm. and he's calling to ask, you know, hey, anything happening? Uh, I got this letter from. Mrs. Lamond, uh, with this dream, and it struck me very odd because I had a kind of a similar dream as well. Seriously? Yes, seriously. Me too. Wow. What did you make of that? I really don't know. Uh, I think clearly because we all participated in the in the uh, the, the, cer- the, the ceremony, the seances, um, that somehow I, I guess we must be linked in a way, and so whatever Paul uh, dreams. Um, we're kind of picking up as kind of like a side effect or an after effect or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, are you, uh, what, what do you plan to do? Well, or we found out plans? what the dream was about. Mm-hmm. It was about this firebomb attack on a guy, a politician in London. What does MP stand for? Pardon? What does MP stand for? Uh, MP is minister, uh, member of parliament. Mm-hmm. It's like congressman here. <coughs> But I haven't figured out whether whether the appropriate next move is to go to London to investigate what happened there, or whether the appropriate move is to keep an eye on Paul here. Um, he says, "Well, I'm myself. I I think the dream is, or uh, yeah, that Paul's dream is pretty, uh, you know, is pretty. Uh, uh, well, it sounds like a warning almost, or a premonition, prophecy to me." Something. Except that they seem to have happened the same night. His dream was recorded the same night that this firebombing occurred. Well, uh, yes, it sounds to me like um, while it was going on, although it doesn't say exactly what time, um, Paul was able to get this vision of the events that were happening there. So, I mean, I don't think waiting would be a good idea uh, because Paul might pick it up, but then it'll have already happened. Are you planning a trip, uh, Mr. Harrington? 
Funny you should mention that. <laughs> Applying plot hammer. <laughs> no, not, not, too, not too bad. Actually, uh, yes, I was, in fact, planning to go to London. Uh-huh. If, um, I, you know, if, if you don't have the funds, it would certainly be... That would be just. It would be my PG. honor to have you travel. I'm gonna, I'm actually looking at buying a business over there. So, um, actually, once I get there, I, I will be somewhat incommunicado. You can of course leave messages for me. But, um, um, you know, I think that, you know, you've certainly proven yourselves at investigating strange things, and uh, I think this would be uh, something tailor made for, for you. Well, let's go. He says, "All right, the." Um, well, before we go, I want to call Cecilia and see if she has the same dream. Just curious. She did not. Okay. Screw her. Um, right. Screw okay. Her. <laughs> uh, he says, well, I'm leaving on the Mauritania. It's on the 20th. So the ship sails on the 26th. Um, so uh, if there's anything you want to do before then, do it, and then we'll be on the ship. And then uh, we'll meet on the ship. First class, of course. Okay, so um, is there anything you want to look at or investigate or buy before going to London? Um, um, use some of my money and go to a um, gun range. <laughs> you want to try to improve your gun skills? Yes, I do. Um, I think in a week you're really not going to be able to get them. Okay. Um, however, on the subject of guns, um, Robert will say that um, there are very strict laws in the U.K. about firearm ownership. Um, in general, at that time, pistols were not allowed. Mm. Um, you can try to smuggle them in past customs, but if you fail, they will probably they will definitely be confiscated. You might be fined. You might even be refused entry. Yeah, um, but once you're there, you can well, you can't acquire a pistol, a handgun. You can a, a, uh, acquire uh, a rifle or a shotgun for hunting purposes. But you need to find someone there who will sort of just, you know, not necessarily sponsor you, but is willing to sort of vouch for you. Right. Um, I can't do that. Okay. Understood. Um, if you want to bring other personal weaponry, um, you may try bringing that in your luggage or not. Okay, well, just in case, I'll bring a, a big knife or something. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to bring your knives with you, um, hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> you want to bring, bring your hatchets? I definitely love having my hatchets. I'm not sure how useful they'll be in London. If you want to bring it, you can try. Um, that won't raise any like flags. A sword or something? Excuse me? <laughs> a cane sword? <laughs> um, Robert, do you have any resources that are um, allowing us the possibility of obtaining firearms in London? Uh, with your vast network of connections. He says, I can probably get someone to vouch for want to acquire a shotgun or okay. a rifle, a hunting rifle, yeah. but handguns, um, no. I, I need to stay, I need to stay away from, I need to, I need to follow the law, the spirit of the law as well clean. as the letter of the law. Shotguns would be wonderful rifle. if you could acquire a shotgun or two. Well, you can, you I'm need, you need to acquire it, I just need to get, yeah. Yeah. if you can put us in touch with somebody. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Yes, I could definitely do that. Okay. okay. What to do with this intervening time? How much damage does a knife do? Uh, a knife will do, depending on the type you get. Or is there any other weapons they have? Well, like, like what? Flamethrower? <laughs> yes. Uh, that might be Molotov a little tricky. Cocktail. Napalm? Um, a, a kind of a fighting knife. Not, okay, the, bo- the Bowie knife would be like a D6 plus your damage bonus. Okay. Uh, a regular kind of a fighting knife would be like a D4 plus, wow, actually, 
D4 plus 2 plus your damage bonus. Give me that one. <laughs> okay. Yep, D4 plus 2. I'll bring that. All right. I'll bring that. That was a good question. Yes. I didn't even think when we were talking, setting our characters up to ask that. Oh. Mm. So which one will do me the most good? <laughs> well, yeah. What's the yeah. percentage? Uh, 25%. Is there any way for me in the intervening week to practice up on my fast talk skills? Uh, not really. My persuade and psychology won't help me do something. They might, depending on the situation. Continue reading that book. That okay, there. that's fine. Yes. All right. You need to do that. Uh, all of you is can you gonna all do that, or just one of you, or what? Mm, good question. What book is this? Um. The translation. Well, yeah. if you want to, if only Jurgen read the journal and got the Cthulhu Mythos, the other two of you could do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you could try reading this big, trans this big translation. I'm thinking. I'm fine with not getting the, the Cthulhu Mythos. That's probably a good idea okay. for you, for your character. Um, which book? Right. Which book? There's the journal and the and this this big manuscript. Do you want me to read the journal? Let's read the manuscript. The book? The I want to read man the manuscript. Okay, then the journal, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, all right, It'll, it, it will take you time. I will assume that by the time you arrive in, um, London. in London, you'll at least have been able to, to skim it. Okay. Not, not, you know, not completely understanding and reading everything. Okay. And you're reading the journal? Yeah. Okay, the journal, actually, you can read that fairly quickly. Um, make a... Uh, the journal, I think the journal is automatic. Yes. Uh... Make a read English. <laughs> or own, own language, I think. That should be your education. Times education times. For you, it would probably mean don't blow the roll. Education. No, 11 times 5, so 55. You use 11? Oh, 11 times 5%, right? Yeah. So 55%? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, you lose a D6, Sam. Okay. Six. Don't roll a 6. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Dude. you lose six Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's not so Six Sam. Um, you do get three Cthulhu mythos, percentiles in Cthulhu mythos. Uh, okay, so you're reading this book, and despite everything that you've gone through, this is still a major shock to actually read about this journal and about what this guy Clarence Rogers has been doing, his orders, this whole notion of time travel, and kind of correlating, well, gee, you know, maybe... Well, I think it's pretty obvious Edith was the contact, or at least the body of Edith was the contact. Mm -hmm. So try to not try to fail an idea roll. Nope. You made your idea roll? I made it. Okay, that was a shame. Um, so <laughs> you wanted to fail that roll. Uh, okay, so what this means is for actually reading this before you go or on the ship? I'm assuming before you before, go. Before, yeah. Okay. All right, so. Um, what effectively you have, the shock has really been huge to your system. So you've temporarily gone a little bit insane, okay. a little bit wacky. Not out of the, you're not out of the game. Your character's not dead, but you have sh suffered a major shock to the system. Okay. Um, so fortunately, since we're kind of out, of, you know, in just normal game time, you will recover okay. from it. Um, I think that, uh, let's see. Uh, Given the whole notion, I would think that you probably have a phobia, a short-term kind of, or sort of a, you know, a phobia that um, you really don't want to be alone. Okay. It's clearly, because if you're alone, 
then your mind might be taken over. But if yeah. there are people, if your friends are with you, mm. then you're safe. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Don't leave me. Yes. <laughs> Don't leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. Okay. So what I'm hearing is we won't be having separate cabins. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's first class, so yeah, you. Yeah. Mm. At least adjoining. Yeah. Even adjoining, open. you're not quite sure about. Leave the door open. Yes. Be okay. Uh, okay. Uh, to peruse the manuscripts is going to take you all the entire the whole trip. The whole trip. Okay. Understood. All right. So, do we need to? Is there anything else people want to buy or get? In the UK, you can pretty much get <coughs> what you need. Spam. Uh, actually, there's a lot of spam over there. <laughs> <laughs> actually, wait. Was spam? I know spam. Was it the Great War? Or, well, no, spam was a World uh, War II uh, invention. Synthetically <laughs> processed ammo. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Mm. Let me think. Um, I think we should get as much uh -oh. cash as I we think can work get. work is intruding. Okay. Anything you want to buy? Anything you want to look up? I want as much cash on hand as we can take. No yes. problem. Um, and we want to convert two pounds. You can do that, do that when you get there. Get okay. Um, go to any bank. Do we need to bring any books? I'm bringing my, I'm bringing my camera, obviously. Of course. Uh, Did we ever books? go back and read that first book? Yeah, that was just about the same, same thing. We had that first you book actually haven't it. really read that book. You hid it away, as I recall, in yeah, the boiler since, room. Right. Uh, they're reading the journal and the manuscript, but I don't have it. I spend the time and read that book. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> we get to watch you go nuts. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? The other, uh, the other book, the one that you found at the Corbett House or in the church, um, is in Latin. Do you read Latin? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. that was it. Yeah, that was why you haven't really done anything. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Is there anything else of an educational benefit about the ones that we haven't done that we should? Any books or anything while I wasn't here? No. Huh? You gonna bring the communicator with you? Um, no, I don't want to be a beacon. Is the thing. I'm yeah. not at all convinced that the Yippians can't zero in on that thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. We'll hide it with the book. Fine. Do, no, because we really don't want the Yippians zeroing in on that book. Oh, okay. That's it's fine. in Latin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're time separate, travelers. Separate Back purpose. where they are from, maybe that's a common language. Mm. Guessing fire is going to be something we're going to face. So, what do we bring? Asbestos suits. Asbestos <laughs> underwear. Mm. There's no like fire extinguishers at that period of time. So. Well, not modern chemical style. There are kind of the there are like pressurized water, almost like a hoses. seltzer bottle. Well, hoses, and there's like seltzer bottle style. I mean, just pressurized right. water. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's no point yeah, in taking those. It's not those. effective. Um, animals seem to be involved. Trees. Mm -hmm. We should have. Maybe the hatchet really is a good idea. Okay. For yeah. hacking down a tree if we wind up having to, and some amount of sure. rope. Yep, I gotta bring my usual tool okay, you set. Can get, you can get all rope, okay. Fine. All my stuff, electrical and equipment. Don't forget your first aid. Yep. <laughs> first aid kit, yes. Aid. <laughs> um, can't help but think there's educational stuff that we should be doing, though. Not really, actually. I think the the, uh, the the journal, the small journal, and the big book. Okay. Take much time. Pretty much oh, do it. Let's pack okay. a bag let's and go. get on the plane. Get okay. on the ship. Ship. All right. You're on. You board the Mauritania on October 26th. 
it, you're in first class. Uh, Robert wants, uh, well, he will be polite. He wants to know, he wants to hear all about all the stories. He seems very earnest and enthusiastic. So, uh, um, I assume, well, unless you have a problem, I assume you're going to go ahead and just, you know, you'll tell him everything. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay. Uh, right, so you're going to read the book, um, that, or the, trans, uh, the translation. Go ahead and roll a d4. Me? Yep. Okay. That's how much sand Those you lose. Those are hard to pick up. Yes, they are. <laughs> you lose four points of sand. Which is what I earned back from whatever. Yes. Okay, so on the back there should be a thing about books. Uh, books written or read, written, books written, read. Mythos tomes? Yeah, mythos tomes. So this is called the Nakotic, P-N-A-K-O-T-I-C manuscripts. P-N-A-K-O-T-I-C manuscripts. Um, put a little four somewhere that because you've only, uh, you can't, you, you would lose more if you read, if you completely read the whole thing, but you've already lost that much, so. Uh, okay, it this book was a translation oh. itself from Wait. Greek, and it talks about the origins of life on Earth and how that life on Earth um, came from these crinoid creatures from outer space. That's how that's how human that's how life on Earth started. Sounds like Scientology. <laughs> mm. Crinoid vegetables, slightly different. Crinoid means vegetables. Crinoid. Really. So we came from vegetables. Yeah, apparently so. Veggies. Or you were create came came from or created by. Hard to tell exactly. Maybe the vegetables came to earth and stirred the primordial soup. Did something, yeah. Mm. And somehow that's how life on Earth started. It seems like there is also the potential of a way to contact these things if they're still, if you're in an area where they still are or were, um, you think that you actually might be able to contact one of them if you finished reading the book. So there's effectively one spell there which you, you could learn mm. in enough time. Okay. And that's assuming that these things are still around. Which they appear to be. Perhaps those could be. How, yith, those how could are, be. How is this different from the? Yith well, it, it seems that well, there is no direct mention of Yithians in this manuscript. This one has kind of a different. It has a. It has another word, which is just kind of old one, elder thing, uh, ancient one. It's kind of talking about that. Maybe that's the Yithian. Maybe it's not. But the word Yithian is not explicitly Perfect. used. Mm. And the bugs too. There's, there's something uh, you, anticipate, you, you assume that the right. that the big manuscript with the weird paper or weird material right. and the writing on it um, I mean again you've never seen that kind of language before so mm -hmm. maybe that was their language maybe it was the old one elder thing ancient one language who knows but it does mention you know it does talk about a Greek version of this book existing somewhere too okay, okay. So, all right so I lost four sanity points. I yes, you did. I didn't really gain anything except I read a book. And you know that there could be a spell there. I already had a clue about that. Mm -hmm. Basically assuming that it had instructions on how to activate the communicator. Uh, the journal already sort of had that info, more or less. 
it sounded like, you know, this is how you turn it on, or this is, you know, um, I do this and that, and then I talk, and that kind of thing. So what you're saying is that perhaps this bell and that communicator go to different people? It's possible. I mean, it's a Yithian communicator, and the word Yithian never appears in this book, so it's certainly, I think it's probably likely that there are different things. <coughs> All right. Uh, were, you, were any of you bringing guns? No. 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 Okay. Uh, you just have the knives and the hatchets and all the others. Okay, yeah. fine. So you arrive uh, on Halloween, actually, it turns out, five days to get uh, to England. Uh, you arrive uh, in uh, England, I would assume it would be Portsmouth. Well, I don't know which city it is. They don't actually say where. It might even be Liverpool, but that's okay. We'll get you to London. Um, okay, since none of you were trying to bring anything illegal, you are not stopped or investigated by customs. So you make it through. Um, Robert will put you in touch with um, a, a, a contact of his who will vouch for you, uh, take you to a gun store, and uh, fill out the paperwork. It'll take a day okay. for the paperwork to clear up. What kind of weapon do you want to have? I um, want a rifle. You want a rifle? Big rifle, medium rifle, little rifle? What kind of rifle? Medium sounds most useful. Uh, medium. Okay, so we're talking like... Uh, like a 30, uh, 30 caliber carbine? Well, okay, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Rifles, okay. Do they have like a Thompson or something? The, uh, like, uh, machine gun? No. <laughs> okay, if you want to get like a 22 bolt action rifle, that does a D6 plus 2 damage. Uh, if you want uh, a 30 caliber carbine, that's 2D6. If you want a 303 Lee Enfield, it's 2D6 plus 4. Uh, that's pretty much, uh, well, elephant gun. If you <laughs> trying to carry that around, you could certainly get a permit for one, but I think carrying that around could be tricky. I actually think any of these rifles. The middle one was the two, 2D6. Right? 2D6, that's a 30 caliber carbine. I'll go with that. Okay, base chance is 25%. And that's rifle. Rifle, yes. Okay. Your base chance and is 25%. And I got a 30-0 carbine. 0.30 carbine. 2D6 um, damage, 50-yard base range. The double barrel, since I'm most familiar with those. 20 gauge, 12 gauge, 16 gauge, 10 gauge. Uh, what are the weights? Of Actually, those? You, uh, what are the weights? Yeah, like uh, how heavy, heavy are those? Do they? Uh, you can really only use. I mean, if you want to have your full skill, you're this is not your two-handed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No two-handed anything. <laughs> exactly. So, um, well, probably the mo well. Okay, 20 a 20 gauge will do 2d6. Uh -huh. A 12 gauge, which I think is the kind you actually have. Um, does 4d6. Yeah, probably the 12 gauge. Okay, you want a pump or semi-auto? Actually, they would only give you a pump. pump yeah, action. pump. Okay, so the base chance on that is 30%, because okay. you've got this cloud of projectiles. Hmm. 12, gauge, 12 gauge is the lowest? Uh, there is a 10 gauge, and there is the elephant gun. 4d6, how much is, right? Uh, how, many, how, many how much damage does a 10 gauge do? The 10 gauge shotgun will do 4d6 plus 2. And then what's the percentage on that? Uh, all shotguns are 30%. I want the elephant gun is not. 10 gauge. But a 10 gauge shotgun. <laughs> okay, fine. 10 gauge yeah. shotgun. 46 plus 2. Base range is 10 yards. And then it kind of ha it halves. 46, 2d6, 1d6, or 46 plus 2, 2d6, 1d6. Okay. So 12 gauge was 46. Just 46 is the base damage at, at 10 yards. Okay, 10 yards. 10 gauge shotgun. Huh? That's a, a 
mine will do less damage than theirs, but I'm. But you have more range. More likely to be able to carry it. <laughs> yeah, your base range is much higher, and actually you have your point blank. Uh, no, actually, no, you, uh, you, yeah, you have a long, much longer range. 30%. 30%. And you, how much damage? We're not going to shoot well. 4d6 plus 2. 4d6 plus 2, and the uh, range is... Uh, 10 yards. Base range is 10 yards for full damage. Not good for us. I don't know. Most of the time when you'll probably pull them out, there's going to be something yeah. in the room. I asked for a spare anyway. A spare? Yeah. <laughs> Make a luck roll. All right. A spare? Gun. Oh, 2% off. For a little extra consideration, they will... Alright, okay, fine. You can sure. Yeah, thanks. What do you need a spare for? Have one in the back, so <laughs> I can drop it, take the other one out. Oh. Is it going to be the same? There there are laws yeah. against carrying firearms <laughs> openly. I know. So, so now we need that. to go buy trench coats. Yes. <laughs> That's fine, it's October. You can. Uh, I, I mean, a shot, I mean, yeah. You're going to, you're going to, it is going to look um, awkward walking around with a trench coat and a shotgun. You can hide it, mostly. <laughs> okay. So, so you are in London. Uh, it, um, well, I mean, do you want to try to actually do anything on the same day, or do you want to just kind of recover, or do you want run. to... All right. So it is Halloween night. Where do you want to go? Robert, Robert says, thank, you know, I'll, you know I'm, staying, yeah. I'm staying at the Savoy. Con contact me there. Okay. Where, actually, where do you, that's a good point. Where do you want to stay? Do you want to stay somewhere very not, you know... Basically, how many stars? He's, he's paying for it, so yeah. he's paying for the. He paid for the journey. Uh, do you want to try to bargain him or persuade him to try to? Uh, sure. Yeah. Him? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Try to persuade him. Well, you, you know, persuade. since he was putting the bill for the whole trip, you're Mister Persuade. You I make the roll. Yeah, persuade for the crap. That looks Got it. good. <laughs> okay, fine. He will. He will spring for a. a uh, well, Sweet. actually. <laughs> Well, one suite for himself, a very good one, and a small suite for all the three of, of, you. The three of you. Cool. Yes, that yes. works. He will do that. He'll pay for uh, a week's worth. Okay. Con all right. Contact me if you need. Then I time. say we head off and find where Terrence Datler lived and take a look at the house and see if there's anything unusual about on Halloween. How about the burned out house? Oh, <laughs> we are just asking for it. <laughs> All Hallows well, Eve. What's your suggestion? No, we go to I, the cemetery I have no, instead. I have no suggestions. <laughs> we can totally go to the cemetery and visit. If you're ever walking into the cemetery, all right, you Halloween's uh, day, do it. You take you take tra public transportation. You take transports uh, or a taxi or something um, to the Chelsea area. You can find Terrence Adler's um, address and where's where's local familiar with houses. Okay. okay. Um, it clearly was a. a once a very impressive mansion, double fronted, which I have no idea what that means. Double fronted mansion, um, large gardens, Might tree lines. Two doors in the front. Yeah, well, you'd only think a mansion would have that. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Who true. knows? Um, tree lined driveway, large gardens leading from tall cast iron gates to the front door. It is now a burnt out shell, cordoned off with police signs. There's a sign that just says police, no entry. If you have information regarding the fire of this premises, contact Scotland Yard. Okay. <coughs> but otherwise, it, I mean, it's basically gone. I mean, you can see where the, the, the chimneys are, like, standing, and that's, like, well, not all, everything, but that's pretty much all there is. Are there a lot of neighbors around, or very few? All the neighbors, I mean, no, I mean, they're, walking around. they're the normal, what kind of, what you what you think of as normal traffic for a Halloween night, these, you know, 
getting ready to get to Are there a lot of trees near where the house stood? Um, actually, you look at the trees. The trees are definitely burned. The ones near the house and leading out are definitely burned. But at, uh, there, after a certain point, then the fire has stopped. And then, then the, from the tree, then from that point out to the gates, the trees are fine. Mm -hmm. And it's the same, the same with the garden, too. The garden, for the most part, the lawn itself wasn't damaged. It actually seems to just be um, the trees along this driveway walkway. The trees along the driveway. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and in fact, actually, the trees go kind of halfway down on one side. It's like you've got the driveway and the rows of trees along it to shade it. And so you've got two trees, but only, or two trees, two rows of trees, but only one row of trees has been burned, and that's only about eh, halfway. And then, so you've got burned trees, mm -hmm. okay trees, and the entire other side is okay tree. Okay. Start asking around, you know, people walking around, you know, hey, we're, we're tourists, we heard about this, what happened here? Oh, you're, uh, you're bloody Americans, ain't yeah, you? Yeah, we're the uh, Yankees. You're Americans. Uh, okay. Um, make, Come on, I'm going to hear you do the English accent. Uh, <laughs> I will, but not for random witnesses. Uh, okay, make luck, all of you make luck rolls. Jeez. Got it. Okay. Um, so you and you talk to a couple people. Uh, one of them, most of, some of them will just say, "Well, I saw the house on fire and I stopped to watch." They were just kind of your your lucky loos. Um, a couple of them will say, "Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I saw people running around on the running around inside the grounds, um, throwing bottles, burning bottles." In windows mm -hmm. and um, shouting something like freedom, freedom for everybody, freedom for all, freedom something or other. Um, uh, the house started to burn and uh, then a really, really big firebomb, like an explosion, uh, occurred in the up in an upstairs window and then, um, you know, Mr. Dattler uh, came running out the front door. Uh, the flames spread along the trees uh, faster than he was running. He got caught in the fire and Okay, so when he came out the door, he was not on fire. Uh, that's right. He out, came out the front door so and something chased him. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, I mean, obviously the the the, um, the criminals, the perpetrators, uh, had clearly spread, you know, gas or something, petrol, petrol, <laughs> out on the uh, in the area, and so that's why the fire kind of whooshed along, and then that caught up. Well, caught up, got Mr. Dabbler. Was the enemy's surviving family, widow? Uh, <laughs> uh, this person doesn't know. He doesn't think he, he doesn't think he was married. Didn't doesn't doesn't think he had any children. Oh. By any chance, did you recognize any of the people who were running around throwing stuff? Um. Well, not really. Um. Excuse me. Um. But you know it. Yeah. Didn't seem to notice anything, uh, or I didn't recognize didn't recognize any of the people. Anarchists, clearly. <laughs> Freedom, <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody dangerous anarchists! This one. I'm they a are. little perplexed as to why someone in favor of freedom would be opposed to ending war.
that sense of British sensibility, I simply don't get. We can't go onto property? We can't go into the house. Well, the house is, I mean, what's left of the house is, is nothing. Is really not, yeah, it's a shell. Yeah, okay. shell. Okay. You, yeah, you could try climbing the gates and get in, but. Maybe is there any point in the... doing a spot hidden roll and seeing if there's anything? Um, nah. no. Make a psychology roll, all of you. Psychology? information, um, we'd be happy to have it. I mean, the official story is, uh, you know, anarchists uh, said created a fire, multiple incendiary devices. Um, Mr. Dattler, Minister Dattler, whatever, um, ran from his house, his clothes were on fire, and he expired uh, before he was able to reach safety. Um, we call Robert and ask him, do you have any connections at Scotland Yard? <laughs> <laughs> You're well connected. Um, do we suspect that he's keeping something from us? The sergeant seems pretty straightforward. Uh, make a make credit rating roll. Credit, credit rating? Yeah, What's credit that? rating. Uh, skill. Damn it. Well, it's a percent. Something you know. Where is it? Nope. It's on your, should be just an alpha. Oh, I see. Uh, credit rating. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Out of four rolls, I still haven't gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, make it, what are the, your private eye, make a persuade roll. No. Okay. But one of those other ones probably did. <laughs> well, as a private eye, you have a little cachet. A parapsychologist in a building super don't really have much cachet. Not as much. I didn't get it, anyway. Okay. Mm. So, um... Oh hell, should we wait at night and I think walk we should go <laughs> look and see if the local libraries have any references to the Tooting Sons of Teller, Terror. Yeah, Just because the, the libraries in the U.S. didn't, doesn't mean they don't know about them. Sure, either. good idea. Uh, okay, uh, why don't you make a library roll? God, dead on. I made it. Um, okay, there do seem to be references to something called um, the Tooting Revolutionary Party, but nothing about the Tooting from Terror. Okay, what does it say about the Tooting Revolutionary Party? Um, let's see, what does it say about it? Um, pretty much just a fairly harmless group of political protesters. Um, so, you know, just the kind that would uh, you know, walk around chanting, maybe, you know, picketing, demonstrating. Um, nothing that it seems, there doesn't seem to be anything about uh, violence. Um, so that, you know, Was there a particular issue that they were all fired up about? Hard to say. Uh, the papers being more conservative than they are now pretty much are just sort of, well, you know, revolutionaries. They don't really seem to be willing to 
specifically say what. They don't want to give them that kind of press. They just, they just call them anarchists. They are. Can we find like an official address of where the Tooting Sons of Terror um, there, there is no particular address. Nothing from the police. We got nothing from the library. We don't see anything of use at the house itself. We're Maybe hang out go. in the pub. Well, they he spoke out as an advocate of the weapons to stop war project. Right. We try meeting with the with folks. either Gaw or Bramstone. Yeah. Okay, it's starting to get on towards evening. But yeah, do you want to go over to there to visit them? Sure. Okay. Who are you going to visit first? Brandstone was the one who spoke out as we will not be intimidated. Yeah, so we let's go to Brandstone. Okay. Uh, all right, so the minister, uh, Mr. Brandstone, Arthur Brandstone, um, he lives in an area of London called Stepney, which is also kind of a lower class uh, neighborhood at the time. Uh, he's got a mansion, as you might expect, and um, it seems to be guarded by a bunch of really, really tough and ugly-looking natives, citizens. Um, they're all wearing brown shirts, brown trousers, and big boots. Where, Where is this? It's not good. Pardon? Where, Where is this? Where is it? Yeah. Stephanie? Step, how do you spell? Uh, S-T-E-P-N-E-Y. <laughs> Stephanie. Yep. They're guarded by thugs, huh? Um... Paramilitary. Let's drive a car and run through the gate again. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work so well the last <laughs> yes, time? Yes, it works so well. <laughs> okay, so let's go up and tell them that we'd like to have an audience with Mr. Yeah. Brownstone. Uh, all right, one of the brown, brown shirts will uh, ask you, is there a particular reason that you wanted to speak with Minister Brownstone? He's polite. He's also filling his shirt too. We're 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 interested in learning more about this um, stop war project. Weapons to stop war project. Um, and are curious about how it might have related to the death of of Karen Statler. Oh, so your interest? Uh, okay. Uh, let me go ask the minister. Uh, See if he wants to speak with you. So he goes into the mansion. Uh, How long does it take? Eh, it's about ten minutes. Um, so uh, two people come out. One is the guard, and the other is a gentleman. Perhaps he is Mr. Branston. Uh, he doesn't open the gate. So he, he comes back out. Doesn't open the gate again. Says, um, "You're Americans, I hear." Yes. Says, "Well." Uh, uh, so you're interested in, in helping catch these bloody anarchists, is that it? Yes. Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, that's very, very jolly decent of you folks. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm kind of busy right now, but I am addressing a meeting of the uh, East London, uh, well, East London Fascist Union uh, on November the 3rd. Oh. Uh, it's uh, it's nearby uh, nearby my place. Uh, if you'd like to come along, you absolutely you're more than welcome. Uh, anything to catch these uh, these uh, criminals. 
yes, it is. Might there be any opportunity before then for us to sit down with you and, and actually just chat uh, in person? Well, again, I am rather busy. Is there anything Understood. that, uh, anything specific that you had in mind? Well, part of it is we don't know anything about this group that is claiming responsibility um, for the fire. We can't seem to find any information about them. Oh, it does seem like they're a bit of a new, uh, a new group, aren't they? Never really heard of them before. We're not finding much of a record of them. Nobody seems to really know where they where they came from or what their issues are or how to find out more about them. And since you're on a on the front lines of this conflict, apparently, uh, it seemed like maybe you would have more insight into who they are or why they are so upset with you. Oh well, that's a you know anarchists never really have a reason for what they're doing. I mean, just always. You know, seem to be going off doing their own bloody thing, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm afraid I'm really not at liberty to say anything about this weapons to end war conference. Uh, you know, see, you know, now that uh, you know, uh, Minister Dattler, you know, that very terrible what happened to him, uh, we've kind of had to keep everything on the hush hush about uh, about this. Can you think of why a group that supposedly supports freedom? would have issues with ending war. Oh, well, seems that uh, some of these revolutionary groups, uh, you know, don't want the status quo, and they think that, uh, you know, if there's war, that uh, maybe they can uh, step into a vacuum after it. Mm. Then again, uh, sometimes uh, could be that, uh, well, you know, these parties, they, they, they change their views all the time. Sometimes it's just because, uh, you know, uh, maybe there's a leadership change, and they could go off and change, or a, a splinter. There's something splits away and uh, forms a new group, or takes over an old name, or something like that. I see. This is killing my throat. <laughs> yeah, it's okay if you don't do that. <laughs> so, okay, so the lecture on November third, you'll be addressing whom? Uh, he says it's the uh, East London Fascist Union. He says I'm not actually I'm actually not a member, uh, but they. Um, I'm impressed that clearly these these uh, these guards and these the people of Stepney are are clearly uh, organizing themselves uh, and um, mm. taking the initiative against these communist anarchists and other criminals. So order always good, law and order. Must respect that. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, like I said, uh, you're more than welcome to uh, come to this. Uh, I give him a business card with contact information for us at the hotel. Oh, thank and, you very much. Um, stay safe. Okay. Uh, I'll be I'll be very safe here. Clearly, very well guarded. You can see. Excellent. And we leave and okay. we go hunt down Dawes. Yeah. Daw. Uh, okay. It is now getting kind of late. All right. Still want to go? Um, I want to know where he is. I want to track him down. Uh, okay, you can find it. You can find where his place is. It's in Hampstead, which is uh, again another pretty reasonable uh, place. Big garden out front. Uh, there's a policeman at the front gate, as opposed to Hampstead. Hampstead. H A M P S T E A D. And you said that's a nicer neighborhood. It's a yes. It's a nicer neighborhood. 
Hmm. And there's a policeman up front. Okay. We asked the policeman if there's any chance of getting to speak with him tonight. Or if he's already crashed. Well, it's our bit. <laughs> he says it's a bit, it's a bit late. Uh, and uh, if you, you know, that you should make, if you want to talk to the minister, you should uh, uh, probably make an appointment. Okay. In that case, at this point, I want to go find a nearby pub. Okay. And listen to what the locals are saying. Do you want to make an appointment? Well, we couldn't make that with the police officer guarding his gate. We'd have yeah. To you could, in the morning. You could try. Can we? You could try. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, the police, the policeman will uh, call, not call, well, he will uh, he won't let you in the gate. He'll go to the house, and uh, a servant, a butler, will come out. Okay. Uh, and he'll ask if he can help you. We were wondering if we could get an appointment to speak with um, Minister Daw. And what would it be in regards, uh, uh Regarding the Weapons to Stop War conference and the incident, the unfortunate incident with Karen Statler. Oh, yes, that was quite dreadful indeed. We're investigating that and trying to learn more about uh, why Minister Datler might have been targeted and who these these folks are that are claiming responsibility for it and are having a hard time rounding up information and, and thought that Minister Dom might have insight and uh, helpful information available. Ah, I see. Um, well, uh, just a moment, please. He goes back into the house. He comes out uh, a little bit later and he says, uh, well, Yes, uh, if you wish to have an appointment with Sir Reginald, you could come on the, the evening of the 2nd. He would be most willing to speak with you then. Okay, what time? Uh, perhaps uh, 8 p.m. Dinner? Cool. Actually, after, much after dinner. Oh, that's true. Dinner was like 4. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, no, tea was 4, dinner was 6. Quite welcome, we'll look sir. forward to speaking with him then. As will Sir Reginald. Okay, so now we go to the pub. Yeah, <laughs> finally get some drinks. A drink uh, and some time to listen to what the, what the local people have to say about who these sons of terror are and what's the, the, the public opinion about the stop the war thing. Uh, okay, what kind of a place are you going to? You're going to a fairly nice place, kind of a medium place, or a dive? Dive. <laughs> Find out what the real people think. Okay, see, he says dive, but you know, he's going to be the one at the door. Weird. <laughs> 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 Seamus is strapping in. Seamus is strapping, but he also had three bullet wounds just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, there are the, actually, by the way, <laughs> speaking of which, you can get back um, 2d3 hit points up yeah, here. Oh, you're already at your maximum. You're, never mind. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so dive. Because if you go to an upscale place, you're going to hear... The intellectual side. Exactly. We're going to be able to hear that with these two. Actually, the intellectuals are really not going to. I mean, this yeah. is this is the twenties, so the upper, the good places. Well, the really good places you can't get into; those are the clubs. Exactly. <laughs> but the good places will be like the, the tradesmen. The intellectuals are are definitely lower class, actually. Really? Yes. Oh. At this time period, yes. Oh, interesting. Then I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. I'd say middle of the road. You're going to get okay. a better mix. Sure. Okay, middle of the road. Fine. You find uh, a pub. Um, 
you're, you order drinks, I assume, and you're going to just try to engage in conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And listen in and stuff. This is, this is casual. It's observing. It's okay. picking um, up what we can. You hear uh, the, tra the, the uh, amount of traffic seems to be a little bit down because it's Halloween night. Um, the, the townspeople, or the, the people at this particular bar, um, you know, they are concerned about the, um, you know, the killing of, or the murder, whatever, the death of Minister Datler. Um, they don't seem to be particularly, there doesn't seem to be any particular opinion about these, about uh, the brown shirt type things. It's, you know, it's kind of a law and order Groups, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's no real concern yet about the, the whole this whole totalitarian or what what happens when you get private armies or paramilitary or you know whatever. none of that. It's all it's all law and order right now. Any strange words? <coughs> Don't seem to hear anything. Like that type of stuff. You know. mm. Okay. Um, and there's a, a fellow uh, that's that uh, comes into the bar. He speaks a little bit with the barkeep, um, and he hears. Sorry, I didn't hear. He comes over to you, and he says, uh, "He says to you, uh, so gentlemen, I, uh, can I do the accent right? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Ah, I hear you be Americans. Is that true? <laughs> yes, you are. Well, <laughs> well, I'm pleased to meet you. My name is Mickey Mahoney. I'm uh, the publisher of this uh, of a of a." A, a journal or a newspaper. It's called The Scoop. He's got red hair. He's smoking a cigar. He looks kind of grubby. Not dirty, but just, you know, weather-beaten. Okay. He says, so I hear you've been, uh, you know, so you've been here uh, looking and looking around at uh, what's been going on. Is that what brought you here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interest of ours. We've heard of it all the way from the States and Oh my gosh, that—it's uh, quite impressive that uh, you know such a local story would get traction, traction, traction in the unite in the uh, in America. Um, it is interesting. I'm not sure exactly why it came to our attention. Well, uh, well okay, I'm gonna drop the axe. So, what did the did the papers? Did your papers say anything interesting about it? I'm looking for unusual, anything unusual. I mean, for all I know, um, uh, show them the clip. Okay. Uh, all right. Sure. Oh, this is, he, he thinks, oh, this is pretty boring stuff. I mean, come on, there's, uh, aren't, aren't there, 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 there's always got to be a different angle to it. I mean, you know, maybe that, maybe Minister Dadler was uh, doing a little stuff on the side, you know. Is that something you know about? Uh, no, but uh, no, I've always, I'm always <laughs> looking for that sort of information. So if you've got, uh, that you are. <laughs> Mickey, do you know if uh, the Two Sons of Terror is the, uh, is the first act they've done? You know. That's the f uh, he says. Yeah, that's pretty much the first time that that name has been used. Okay. Mm. Do you know who belongs to this organization at all? Where we can find them? Not to this one. Uh, he will say that uh, the um, you know no one's the local witnesses were unreliable enough. No one. There was no description of any of the people really, or good enough description to try to identify anybody. Do you have any sources inside Scotland Yard? Oh, he, he says, heavens no! I'm uh, I'm I'm just a lowly reporter. Mm. 
And I think, uh, you know, I, I, I ask the police uh, about these sorts of things, but, uh, you know, my reputation precedes me. <laughs> How did you find out about us, out of curiosity? Oh, well, it, it's my policy to walk around the pubs and try to get information about things. So the barkeep told me that uh, there's a bunch of Americans here. You're not exactly keeping the <laughs> good cover, are you? <laughs> mm. Not that that's a problem, mind you, but... Not so much, but we could have been here just on vacation. Oh, you could have been, but you didn't look like the tourist types. Slipping back to the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some Irish spring? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We have a bar for you. <laughs> <laughs> we can both have lucky charms. Um, he says, "Why don't you come over to uh, to my office tomorrow? I've got, uh, you know, I might be interested. You might uh, uh, be have some interest in some of the things." Let's spend more at. time together. We try to get him drunk. Uh, you cannot drink him under the table. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> you will this not drink not him a, under the table. <laughs> no, we just. Although I'm we Irish. Sip while you know we we buy him drinks. Let him keep keep going. Um, okay, I mean, he will, he's basically inviting you over to his, to the office in the morning, because that's where okay. all the, that's, all right. he says, I've got, I've got stories I can tell you, and, but, uh, you, you know, right. you want to see the stuff. In the, the pictures and stuff would be yes, that's true. All sorts, oh yes, all sorts of, uh, very compromising pictures. Oh my, okay oh my. then. What, well, we'll that's, see that's, there. that's my business. <laughs> we'll see you there bright and early. Gotta, gotta, gotta scoop everything, scoop, scoop out the competition. Hmm. No, scoop the competition. Right. The night note, we should probably... Yeah, yeah, maybe this is a good time to uh, yeah. stop. Okay, so the next morning you will... Well, okay, are you going to do anything else this night? It doesn't sound like it. Okay. Do you want to swing by the cemetery about midnight? <laughs> well, let's swing, by, let's swing by the house to see if anybody's around. The house? Dattler's house? Dattler's house, yeah. Okay. No one's... No, no one's seems there. to be there. No ghosts. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So uh, then tomorrow morning will be November 1st, and you'll go ahead and go visit Mr. Mickey Mahoney at his office. Yep. Okay. November okay. 1st. Until next time.